0: when you add water to soap, you just get more soap. (laughs) (laughs) So as I'm trying to like clean up this mess, it's like nothing I'm doing is working. It's making the mess bigger, right? And that has been a picture to me of what overwhelm really is, Mm -hmm. is that no matter what you do, no matter how hard you try, you constantly are feeling deep down inside like you're not
1: getting anywhere. Welcome to More Than Small Talk. We're Susie Eller, Jennifer Watson,
2: and Holly Gerth, writers and real life friends. We're inviting you to go deeper, become freer, and feel more connected.
3: So imagine you have a cup of coffee, a mug of tea, or a green smoothie in your hand, and we're all hanging out in your favorite place together.
2: More Than Small Talk friends, we have a special friend with us today, Michelle Donnelly. She is an author, speaker, and single mom of three. And she has a book called Made for More, Life Beyond the Wreckage of Hurt, Loss, and Heartbreak. She also has a ministry called Plus One Parent. So thank you for being with us today, Michelle. We're so glad you're here. The pleasure is all mine. Thank you so much. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So tell us a little bit about... Made for more. Who's it for? Where did it come from? And just let us know a little bit more about it.
0: Yeah. So the byline of our Bible study, Made for More, it's it's life beyond the wreckage of hurt loss and heartbreak. Mm. But the little sub-sub heading at the bottom says a Bible study for single moms or anyone else whose life has not turned out as planned. Mm. And I think when we're, you know, thinking about overwhelm, like really what is this experience that we're having? When we just are so defeated, no matter what we try to do, what really is at the core of that? And often it's disappointment. You know, mm-hmm. it is this experience of life of motherhood, for example, that just hasn't gone the way that we hoped it would. And so, the stories that we focus on in the study are all to highlight that experience. That there are other women in the Bible who have had. Their hopes dash and have had life just absolutely fall apart before their eyes. And yet how God so beautifully intersects their stories to reveal his his heart, his love, and his, his desire to bring forth redemption in our lives.
2: Yeah, I love that. So, this book includes stories of women from the Bible. We would love to hear your story. Can you tell our listeners and us about your story and what that looks like?
0: Sure. Yeah. So, as you mentioned, I'm a single mom of three. And I tend to tell my story actually a little further down the track, you know, that I found myself at the age of 35, a single mom, and Mm -hmm. completely just never, I don't think anybody stands up on their wedding day, for example, and is like, oh, I cannot wait for this to totally fall apart and for me to be raising my kids of my own. Right. And yet in this season of my life, God has shown himself so tenderhearted in helping me put the pieces back together. You know, that in these spaces where I have just stared at lack or I've stared at the inability to do things for myself like I used to be able to, he has so, just so gently stepped into those spaces to help me to see that I lack for nothing. Mm -hmm. That though I may have these gaps in my life that through the way that he does things, the only, the way that only he can do things that he has stepped in and Mm -hmm. through that though has healed things that, yes, there's brokenness that came through my marriage, but My story is so much more about the arc of the way God is redeeming my whole entire life. Things from childhood, you know, all sorts of of hurts and wounds that he desired through actually my divorce, through this difficult circumstance to bring me a life more Mm. just fuller and 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 thriving and more abundant. And yet it came in the most Mm. unexpected of circumstances.
3: I think it's just kind of a common theme with a lot of people who are just taking their broken pieces and just using that for God, but that our pain really is attached to our purpose. So share that moment when you knew that like God could use you through this broken part of your story and that he could take you even beyond what you probably even imagined.
0: Yeah. And I always want to specify, or like say, cl- clarify right at the beginning, like I didn't know that that was like what God was going to do or what was going to happen. Like it wasn't like I set out to be like I'm going to be on this crusade now to like be this voice for single parents out of my wounding. It was something that started so in the pit of brokenness and me asking the Lord, like, "Who am I to you now?" Like Mm -hmm. I didn't think this was going to be my story, so I didn't even bother to concern myself with what you think about people who have been divorced or abused or whatever the case would be, you know? Mm. And so it was me going to the word and just saying, I'll be whatever you want me to be. I'll do whatever you want me to do, but I need to know what you say. Mm. And through reading scripture, just discovering so much of what God has to say about these circumstances and about who he is and where he is in our brokenness. And a lot of times, though, these were not things that were spoken about from the platform at church, you know, that there's stories in this Bible study that I had never heard spoken from the platform at church, but they speak so poignantly to these circumstances. Mm -hmm. And so through that, I had experience as a blogger and I processed by writing. And so I just said, well, Lord, I'm going to put my thoughts onto the page. And if it helps somebody else, great. But this is mostly for me. And in the process, though, of writing down the things that I was discovering, hearing feedback from people who were saying things like, oh, that was exactly what I needed to hear or no one mm. is talking about these kinds of things. And just understanding more and more and more that what God was showing me was not just for me. Mm. Yeah. It was it was for a whole community of people that walk in and out of church every week or maybe maybe are feeling too uncomfortable to even walk in and out of church every week, mm. but that God wanted them to know that he sees them too. Yeah, And so what started as a blog and became a podcast and then a Bible study and devotional and, you know, all the things that we're offering now, it's just continued to expand Mm. into this beautiful community of people who are all helping one another. And I always want to say, like, I am not I'm not an expert. (laughs) You know, I'm just five more minutes ahead of, of maybe someone else. And there's fantastic people in our community who have just these diverse of life, diverse array of life experiences that are able to, through our community spaces,
1: just walk with one another. Yeah. There's a theme that goes throughout your study of overwhelm. And I know that none of us sitting here are experts on this, but. Why do you think that moms might feel that overwhelm? And then we throw these pat answers at them. So first of all, why are we facing this overwhelm? And then is there a better answer than like, change your schedule?
0: Yeah, yeah. So the way I like to conceptualize of this, I'll tell you a little story. So during 2020, (laughs) you know, during the lockdowns of COVID and all that, I was locked down with my three kids. And my house by myself. And my youngest was about two years old at the time. And this child was straight up ninja baby. Like I (laughs) could go to the bathroom without her getting into something or climbing on something or, you know, whatever. And so I was like constantly just like on high alert for what she was going to get into. And one day she got under the kitchen sink and found a bottle of non-toxic, I would say non-toxic dish soap, and dumped it all over the floor. And I don't know if you've ever tried to clean up the floor <laughs> before. <laughs> but when you add water to soap, you just get more soap. Yeah. <laughs> so as I'm trying to like clean up this mess, it's like nothing I'm doing is working. Nothing is making, it's making the mess bigger, right? And that has been a picture to me of what overwhelm really is. Mm-hmm. Is that no matter what you do, no matter how hard you try you constantly are feeling deep down inside like you're not getting anywhere that you're a failure as a mother that this is just you're 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 doomed your kids are doomed you know whatever the case is and so there's just this swirling set of lies that just is is going on and on and on and where those lies come from have so much to do with that backstory of our lives and what we believe about ourselves and what we hoped all our doing and being and having and going was going to fix,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know. And and in that overwhelm, though, that's why it's not about an overloaded schedule; it's about an overloaded heart.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so it's all that stuff you're carrying around. And the Lord says to us: Jesus says in Matthew eleven twenty eight, "Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest."
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And so, where yes, there are some schedule elements of rest. Rest is not just about, Oh, I'm going to, you know, schedule that into my schedule too. It's about a heart posture that is able in those moments where you just feel like, Oh my goodness, I'm such a failure. Or is this really all there is? Or, you know, all of those Mm -hmm. thoughts that we have where we're, we're turning those back to the Lord and just, just collapsing in his, in his Mm -hmm. lap
3: to find, the rest our soul needs. Mm -hmm. What would you say to the woman who's at the beginning of this journey, who who's saying, my life doesn't look anything like what I hoped it would. What would you say to her in that moment of going like, what do I do?
0: Ooh, there's so many different ways you could go with this. Mm -hmm. But I think the first thing is just that recognition that where you are is not beyond God's power.
1: That's good. Mm.
0: Where you are, where your story is, what you thought it was going to be, where you are, how it stacks up compared to other people's stories. Like, God can still absolutely change your life through circumstances that look horrendous, Mm. that look absolutely impossible. And though, tactically, like, the next step is get around people who know that, get around people. As scary as it might be, like in my case, I had to just up. Upro- I had just moved across the country, had no people in my life, and went to a church that I was like, it was a God thing that I ended up at this church, but it was not a place I ever would have picked out for myself. But yet, mm. in that community, I found people who had walked this season of life already, and that they could—they didn't need to fix me. They could just listen. They could walk with me, but they knew how to perceive my needs and they knew how to be gentle with me in. In uh challenging me as I was growing. But all the while it was there was just this constant theme in the background of like, God's still working, God's still working. Mm-hmm. And seeing it played out tangibly in their lives, like as they were the next chapter ahead, was everything number one for God to be the hands and feet in my own life, wow. if you know, and work through people to actually right. help me out of the pit. Right. But but then also just to give me that picture that was like the hope I needed for the next day. And that's, that's the thing is when you're in this, you scale way back. So where you thought Mm -hmm. you had like, here's my 15 year plan, you know, here's my 20 year plan and you go to day by day by day. That feels like a failure, but in truth, the presence of God is with us in this moment right now Mm -hmm. and in his presence, there is abundance of joy. Mm-hmm. And so as you move towards day-by-day day life mm-hmm. with the Lord, you're, you are you are going to be so tremendously blessed in ways
2: that your 15-year plan would never have given you. <gasps> so good. good. And you say, Made for More shares six often untold stories from Scripture. So can you share one of those with us?
0: Yeah, actually, one of my favorites is Eunice. And this is interesting because... Eunice is the mother of Timothy, and there's probably three sentences in the whole Bible about her. (laughs) But those three sentences are so Mm. loaded in that we can see this is a woman who is raising her son without a godly father figure in his life. And there are many women I know who find themselves, whether they're single parent or not, who find themselves in that situation wondering who's going to be this male role model for my son, especially. And through this, though, we see that Eunice had a faith that had been passed on to her and that in that she decides, well, this is my story, but I can teach my boy the scriptures. Mm -hmm. And we see that then Timothy, as we look through Timothy's story, Mm -hmm. we see that Timothy becomes this like right hand man to say Paul, right? (laughs) To Paul Mm -hmm. the apostle, like he is his right hand man. But then also that Paul comes in, that where there is this gap and this lack, Paul comes in to be this spiritual father to Timothy. And yeah. then at the end of this, I mean, Timothy has two books of the Bible named after him, right? So Eunice could have never imagined that mm-hmm. that was going to be her story when she's sitting there looking at this gap and going, oh, how is my boy going to become a man of God? And yet the way that God brings Paul into his life and and works through the, what Eunice has what she does have in her own ability to be a role model to her son and to teach him the word of God, like that was more than enough. God made that more mm. than enough to absolutely transform both of their lives in ways that they never could have, have ever imagined. Mm.
1: And that's really powerful. That's so good. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to hear more about Plus One. Tell mm-hmm. us about that.
0: Yeah. So plus one parents is a community for single parents. Although I will say we have a lot of people who are not single parents that if you're walking (laughs) through difficulties in parenting and brokenness and all of those things, especially as it comes to like breaking off generational stuff, you know, those are things that a lot of us have to confront. And those are things we address. You know, we do talk about things like dating and parenting and all of the things that are very specific to the single parent journey. And we do that through different Sources And so we have a podcast called the Christian Single Moms Podcast and uh, books, devotionals, video courses, all sorts of of different tools, um, in addition to a private community space where single parents have the ability to just process Mm -hmm. some of their journey and what they're going through in a way that is a whole lot safer than social media.
1: That's really good. And they can find the book. Can they find the book at Plus One? I know they can find it on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Yep. All the things.
0: Yep. Yeah. So uh, you can find all of our resources at plusoneparents.org. And we're on Facebook and Instagram at
1: parents. Awesome. Well, I love the title Made for More, Life Beyond the Wreckage of Hurt, Loss, and Heartbreak. It's a beautiful promise. Mm -hmm. And that's something that someone today is wanting to hear. And I'm going to ask you to do something as we close out. Could you pray maybe for that woman who is at the beginning of the journey that you yourself have made? Could you pray over her as we close this out today? Mm -hmm. I would love to. Thank you. You know,
0: the woman who is hearing this conversation right now, Lord, you know the brokenness. You know the doubt that she's carrying, Lord. Lord, you know that she's not sure about so many things, and she might not even be sure about you, and she might not even be sure if that's okay with you, God. And I just pray that she would know just a piece that passes understanding, Lord, that she would just feel your covering of love over her to know that she is safe with you, Lord, that you know all the broken pieces, that she doesn't have to feel like she's got to get it all together to come before you, Lord, that you already know that they're all there and that she can just fall lovingly into your arms, God, and that day by day, Lord, that she would just see something tangibly of you each and every day, uh, something that she might have even written off as a, a, a coincidence or that she would start to see those things every day and know that that those things are are you winking at her and whispering to her each and every day that you're there, that you're so present That you're not going to let her fall, that you're not going to give up on her, God. And I pray for her specifically, Lord. You know who she is. You know the people that she needs around her, safe and healthy people who know you in this way, God. That I pray that she would have the courage. She'd have the courage to step towards that and allow herself to be loved in ways that she hasn't in the past, Lord. And that she would. Just know, know your peace and know day by day by day that she is the daughter of the Most High King. We praise you, God, that you are the God of the broken pieces. You are the God of all things new. We
3: lift your holy name high in Jesus'
1: name. Amen.
3: And that's it for today's episode. Thanks for going deeper, becoming freer, and connecting with us. More Than Small Talk is a part of the KLRC Podcast Network and is produced by Kara Culver. Show notes and resources are available on the More Than Small Talk page on klrc.com. You can also join us in our Facebook group. Subscribe to More Than Small Talk on your favorite app so you won't ever miss an episode.